Have you made an honest review? Jump onto fifthwrist.com and read real takes by real owners about their watches. And of course, get involved and write about what's on your wrist. Fifthwrist.com is your independent space to talk watches. Right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Defining Time show on Fifth Wrist Radio. And man, it's been a long time uh, between drinks for me since my last podcast. So um, speaking of a long time, we've been trying to get this podcast on going since about January and the stars have finally aligned. Everyone's been able to be free and we're coming from three different continents. It's very exciting. Um, So without further ado, I'm going to introduce my co-host first. and he's absolutely a best friend of Fifth Wrist, and it's Thomas from Watch Symmetry. How are you going, Thomas? Hey, Anthony. I'm great. How are you today? Very good, very good. It's been a been a long week. It's Friday night, so I'm uh, absolutely ready for a weekend ahead. Um, so, yeah, excited for this show too, and I, I know that you're very excited, and when people hear who we have on tonight, it's going to be a lot of fun. So um, I know you're a huge fan of our guest Thomas. So today I'd like to introduce Erica from Erica's Original. So welcome, Erica, and thank you for taking the time to speak with us. Well, thank you for inviting me. It's a lot of Ah, fun to be here. Fantastic. I think um, it's it's one of those things that we were talking a little bit before we started about, um, you know, what Fifth Wrist is about, trying to bring value to the community and talk to different people behind certain things in the watch industry and um, you know your straps are fantastic I'm sure we're going to talk a lot about them today so in the episode we're going to discuss all things Erica's originals um, from the beginning to the now to the future and uh, then before we do that though we'll do some wrist checks and drink checks and uh, then I'll do my rapid questions and we'll get into the discussion about your beautiful and purposeful straps so thomas why don't we start with you what's the time where you're coming from what's on your wrist and what are you not drinking (laughs) uh it is 7 30 in the morning on friday and i am not drinking coffee i just have water right now um but on my wrist is an oris big crown 1917 le on an erica's originals uh, original strap. Nice. Ah, uh, so that's the green with the yellow. Is the that yellow the center line. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Beautiful. Very good. Very good. And what about uh, Erica? What's what's the time? What's on your wrist? And, and what are you drinking? Well, the time right now is fourteen thirty-five. I'm in Bulgaria, okay. and cool. on my wrist is it's not supposed to be called a watch. An Apple Watch, uh-huh. because then I can keep track of incoming messages as I'm waiting for a DHL courier to arrive, and I can just continue the conversation and see my messages at the same time. Well, wow. and since it's not even five o'clock yet, I'm drinking water as well. <laughs> very good, very good. Well, it is five o'clock somewhere, so I'll I'll be able to take that. For the team so it's currently 9 6 p.m i'm drinking a local beer which is called a mismatch session ale and it's very nice from the adelaide hills um and i got to go up there a couple of weeks ago and it's a really really cool place but beautiful beer and uh, on my wrist is my oxen junior with my uh, marine i think it's called that's the color the navy with the uh, with the white stripe so um, beautiful Erica's original strap on this Oxen Junior. So it's uh, it's such a really good um, combo because the, the Oxen Junior is so light being made out of titanium. I think it's about 55 grams without the buckle. So it's a super light watch and, and your straps are really light as well So and super comfortable. So that is uh, what's on the wrist. So... Uh, Thomas, why don't we, oh, actually, no, I'll get into my rapid questions. So here, Eric has not seen these questions yet. So are you ready? Try and answer as quick as you can. It's just a bit of fun. All right. Rolex or Omega? Ooh, uh, Omega. Ooh, modern or vintage? Vintage. Okay. Mm. 40 mil and above or 40 mil and below? 
Oh, I don't care. You don't care? For anything okay. else, that means I don't spend that kind of money on watches, but whatever makes your heart beat. <laughs> and, well, then that answers the next question of a few watches or a lot of watches. What do you need? Uh, a few. A few? I guess. Cool. A few, yeah. And and this is a loaded question. Bracelet or strap? Strap, of course. <laughs> of course, yeah. I, I had to put it in there. That wasn't it would have been one. funny if you said bracelet, though. <laughs> 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 All right, that's it for the rapid questions. Thank you for that. Um, Thomas, I'll hand it over to you to get the conversation started. Yeah, sure. Thanks, thanks Anthony. So, Erica, just could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, where, where are you from? I'm from Holland. You probably can tell by my terrible accent. Um, I've lived there for a big part of my life. And then I think 2013, we decided it was a good idea to get out of the red race and move to Spain to just enjoy life a little bit more, not work all the time, sit by the pool, enjoy good food, enjoy the sun, and basically relax. And that failed miserably when I came up with the Amastra. <laughs> yeah. So I, so I think with, um, you originally started focusing on something else with Erica's original. So can you tell us a little bit about the start of that? How did, how did you get started in, in uh, jewelry and, and what caused you to um, transition into other, other types of uh, um, gear? Well, that is actually a mistake. Because there is another lady on this planet that's called Erica, and she made the jewelry. So when I first oh, started really? my website, it was Erica Originals who made the jewelry. And I received all emails like, who are you and why are you using my name? Because I make jewelry and I get all sorts of emails now asking for straps. I don't make straps. Who are you? That was actually really funny. But wow. I think I got a message, um, I think it's only a few months ago, uh, I think this Erica lady stopped with the jewelry because I got offered uh, another internet or a website uh, name without the S because mine is Erica's Originals and she was Erica Originals. So the jewelry is not mine. Oh, wow. interesting. Well, but, but you started with some other things too, right? I know you also had leather straps, you made standals, yes. you made some other things. How did that all start? I started out with making sandals because, as I just told you, um, I moved to Spain and I'm pretty tall, as you know, probably uh, from seeing me in New York at one time. And Very my feet are big. So for me, a chance to find a pair of shoes or sandals in a normal shoe shop are slim to none. So mm. I just thought, well, I'm going to make them myself. Why not? I'm sitting here in Spain. I have nothing better to do. I'm going to make my own sandals. And that kind of hit off because I have pretty tall friends as well. So they saw my sandals and were like, can you make me a pair, please? And that went kind of from there. And like, I was making sandals all the time. And then uh, I started with watch straps because I had all these beautiful vintage letters and belts and pouches and, and they just screamed to be reused. So I made uh, some beautiful vintage straps out of them. And yeah, that's how it all started. Then we came up with uh, the immense strap and no time for the letters since then. I still get the so, requests every now and then like, can you, can you please go back to your cupboard? There must be some beautiful pieces of leather hiding there and waiting for a strap to be made out of. I'm like, I'm sorry, but no. If I'm done with my work, I would rank, I like to relax, have a glass of wine and do absolutely nothing. I don't need a hobby. Not at wow. this point. So were you always good, I guess, so being some sort of um, craftsman, good with your hands, leather work? I mean, making sandals, I'm sure it's not the hardest thing in the world to do, but it's not something you can just go... I'm going to make sandals today. So I'm, you know, have you always been good with, you know, creating things with your hands and being able to do that? No, not really. I just, wow. I don't know. I thought, well, yeah, I learned it on the universe that's called YouTube. Yeah. I just watched uh, a lot of videos and like, how is this been done? And can I do this myself? I'm just going to try. 
And now I have never been very handy with my hands. My son, who I just uh, told you about, if he had like the little thing in his neck where you put your coat on, on the, on the wall, yeah. and then broke for some reason, he was like, oh, oh, we have to go to grandma, because I didn't even knew how to do that. We just, no. I just started somewhere, and I thought, wow, this is cool, this is fun. I need more of this. How interesting. Wow. That's a, it's amazing though how uh, I love obviously you you have a, a a brilliant drive that just says if you want to do something you're just going to go out and do it and maybe that comes from you know your time in Spain just being able to relax and think and want to do something but clearly when you set your your mind to something you can pretty much do whatever you want is that a yes. fair comment well I guess yeah. that goes for everybody you just have yeah. to put your mind to it and that's something that I have had all my life, uh, whether it's cleaning a toilet or going to a gala party, I give 200%. Wow. I just give 200%. And otherwise, I don't get comfort out of doing the job. This is just the way I am. That's great. So how did the uh, MN strap come about? I think I've heard the story a bit before, but maybe not everyone has. I think it would be really fascinating to talk about how it came about. Okay, well, you can picture me sitting by the pool in Spain, having a morning coffee, when my husband approached me and he said, well, I found this beautiful vintage Doxa diving star, and it needs a strap made out of parachute webbing. Can you make me one? And I just looked at him like, mm, I don't know. How do you suggest we do something like this? And he said, well, I could order one of these parachute harnesses and you can simply stitch it together. Like, okay, well, go ahead and we'll see. So this parachute arrived a few days later and I just cut off the webbing and found these other metal pieces that were on the parachute harness as well. I was like, I need to do something with this as well because the old Navy divers that used to make the straps uh, in the 60s and 70s, they just made a fixed loop, loop strap. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, it can be something extra. So I came up with this adjustable strap and I handed it over and he put it on his watch and he was, at first, I don't think he was even happy with it because it wasn't the the thing he wanted. He wanted the fixed loop strap, Mm -hmm. but he looked at it again and he was like, "Mm, okay. So he started wearing it and he came up the next day like, this is brilliant because you can even adjust it and it's so incredibly comfortable and it's wow. And it, he was so happy about it that he posted a picture on his Insta. And another three days later, he came down for coffee and he was like, I think you have a new business because I have like 40 people asking me, can she please make me a strap as well? Can you ask her? <laughs> and that's how it started. Wow. So, so if I look at my strap now, uh, we've got the, the adjustable sort of slider that goes, mm-hmm. oh, you can't really see it, sort of goes up and down, and that's what you can do to tighten and loosen it. But are you saying that this buckle was mm-hmm. originally designed from the parachutes' yes. parts themselves? Yes. Wow. The part I did is, not know uh, Yeah, the elastic webbing on the outside of a parachute harness, once you fold the parachute, you close the harness and this is the little hook that goes over with the webbing to keep the parachute in place. Wow. And so back in the 60s, these straps were made obviously for military purposes. And mm-hmm. did they use the same sort of parachute, um, the same parachute webbing and, and, and loop function to build them back in the 60s? Is that how they were originally done? Well, they used a lot of different materials. Uh, As I heard the story, a lot of uh, guys got issued a watch, but not a strap. So they made it out of a lot of different materials. Or some guys, well, I don't know, maybe uh, felt I don't want to ruin the the strap that came with, or the leather was ruined at one point. So they just used different materials to use their watch. And then one or two guys, I don't know who it was, I would love to meet him one day, decided to cut off the webbing from his parachute harness and just f- stitched a fixed loop strap and wore his watch that way. It was just a brilliant thing. The only That's thing I did was use the same material and change the design. Ha- have it you ever had someone... 
So, so the, the, the way that these are designed is somewhat similar to a NATO strap where it goes over and mm-hmm. under and, you know, you've got yes. your two, two spring bars there. Has anyone ever emailed you to say that your strap saved my watch from falling off if one, one spring bar came Many loose times. and it, it managed to stay? Many times. Wow. And at first, a lot of customers were really worried about the fact, well, what if it comes undone? Mm. If this hook slips out, slips out what will happen? And I said, well, absolutely nothing because it will be a bigger loop, but you still have your watch. It won't fall to the ground. And if you need, even if you use it diving, as a lot of professional divers do all around the world, and you hit your watch on a rock or whatever on the water, you will probably not lose it because it will always be saved by the second lug and it will still yeah. be on your wrist. So that was like a, a first period where people were a bit worried about that one, but that's long gone. It's a brilliant design, honestly, Anthony, because yeah. if you did it the style Eric is talking about where uh, they would just do a fixed loop, it's elastic, so you can slide it over your wrist, but yeah. that's it. So over time, that's going to start to stretch. It's going to get a little bit loose, right? Um, yeah. And so this adjustability, even throughout the day with with the elasticity is, is the part that really sold me on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I also get of comments like with an ordinary uh, NATO, you find yourself a lot of times between two holes. Mm, you can yes. never find the correct one. Either it's just too loose or just too tight, and this is like micro adjustable. So that kind of adds to the wow, this is so comfortable. Yeah, it's one of those things. I'm a I'm a big believer of form follows function. So something mm-hmm. has to do what it's supposed to do. And then it can look beautiful after that, or it can look, you know, fashionable or or easy on the eyes, however you want to say it. But I, I look at these straps and and they they look fantastic anyway, but the purpose behind them is just, you know, there's so much stuff with that micro adjustment from that slider that you can do whenever you like. I'm one of those people that's always stuck between two holes, particularly on yeah. rubber straps and NATOs. Yeah, one's too tight, yeah. one's too loose, and it's never just perfect. But I never have that issue with the NA strap because it's just it's just brilliant from the from the original design of what it's all about. Very cool. It's good. Yeah. So it, I know that you said you know your husband saw about forty people that wanted straps. You started posting these online. How how did things start getting bigger from there? I know that you got profiled on some pretty big, uh, you know, watch media outlets. But you know, how did that get started? What what sort of caused everyone to to really learn about it? Was it word of mouth or or something else? Well, to be honest, I still don't know till this day because um, I immediately started selling the straps. Uh, well, not immediately, because first we had to search like a ton of parachute harnesses because at that time I didn't have the new old stock webbing. So my hallway was like the smelliest thing you can ever imagine of all these <laughs> filthy par- parachute harnesses that would have been in the most unthinkable places for years and just stuck in my hallway. And you have to imagine like, okay, from one harness, maybe I could use one or two pieces, but never all four. There are four pieces Mm -hmm. on a parachute harness. I could never use all four because one would be stretched out. The other would be be disformed or whatever. And then, um, (coughs) where was I going with this story again? Oh yeah, Um, we went on a a little trip. Um, I think it was just before Easter with, just a family and then i got an email while being there in this uh, resort of a customer who said well i just heard about your uh, straps on the gray nato and how does this work how can i order one and i was like the gray nato the gray nato what's the gray nato never heard of the gray <laughs> nato before but he was kind enough to send me the link so i listened to a podcast of the gray nato i never heard of them before I listened to the entire thing and then at the end it was like, yes, this is this girl and she's making straps from Spain and what's wow. happening here? And then it just kind of, I got emails from all over the world almost immediately and then monochrome uh, watches, um, a lot of different channels started writing about my straps, made reviews without me knowing up front. I still till this day mm. get requests uh, from other Instagrammers uh, saying, well, 
I could feature your strap. Uh, you can just send me a few and I will do a nice review and I will post about it. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but in my world, it doesn't work that way. People just do. And then I learn about it from my customers who will tell me, oh, I just saw another review of one of your straps. Did you know? And I, oh, no, I didn't. Oh, that's kind. That's nice. It just always worked uh, the other way around for some reason. Uh, I, I think it's amazing that it, it obviously was a, a, a gap in the market and people just just obviously stuck to it as soon as, as, soon as they were available. Um, do you have any of the original uh, parachute material from yeah. an actual parachute? You still got some? Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. You'll need a yeah, museum. From, very, from the very first uh, start, I designed, uh, well, the, the initial design was slightly different as it is today. And mm -hmm. of course, I kept one of those. And of every step we take uh, during the whole process and improvements, we uh, save an original strap because it will show the history of the whole development of the strap. And although my company is only like five years now, it's not yeah. like I've, I'm doing it for years and years and years. I have all the different ones. Yeah. Where did the name come from? It's Obviously, I know, it, I know the first yeah. one. I know it's Erica because that is your name. But the originals, what, what was the thinking behind that? Well, because the whole inspiration is from the divers in the 60s and the 70s of the French yeah. Navy divers, it's Marine Nationale. It was yeah. a no-brainer. So Marine Nationale is the, the sort of the type of strap that it is, as in you've got NATO. No, it's Marine simply Nationale. because, uh, simply because it were the Marine Nationale divers. Yeah. And this was... Oh, okay. that, completely designed like okay with this in mind and yeah. because we moved to spain uh thinking well we don't need any anchors in our life we're just going to explore this planet and we're going to live in spain for a few years then we choose another place we're going to move on again we don't need any anchors we thought it was kind of nice and ironic to put the anchor in between it fit uh, yeah. the whole thing and the whole theme, but this anchor, for some reason, is kind of important for us. Like, we don't need anchors. I, I love anchors anyway. I think anchors are just such a cool part of history, and it mm -hmm. I think it ties in really well. Yeah, so it makes sense that the Grey NATO featured you first because they're big into divers, right? Lots of doxas as well. So maybe somebody in that community, you know, made them aware of it and that's, that's how it got known. So that's interesting. So we, we go from that to then you had a strap end up in space. <laughs> Can you talk yeah. a little bit about that? Is that? Well, I was sitting on my sofa. I vividly remember opening my computer thinking, well, maybe I should answer a few more emails tonight. I think it was around nine o'clock that night and I opened up this email from Dave Sutton in America, who uh, is forever modding Seiko's. And mm -hmm. he sent a very short email saying, hi, Erica, I think you might like to know that in a few hours, one of your straps get launched into space. And I was just reading that like, excuse me? What? And I was just so I sent him an email back immediately saying, what? Wow, how? What do you mean? And he just sent me the link because he was at the at the launch. He was present. He was there because it was his Seiko on my strap. Mm. And uh, afterwards, he was kind enough to actually send me the original strap that was and has been into space. So it's in my safe, of course. I'm wow. never going to get rid of that one. But just imagine sitting on your sofa somewhere in Spain, mm. looking up to the sky there's something I made, my, my hands made, and it's just in space for three months. That's insane. That's insane. Every time I think about it, I'm like, how? In amazing. Amazing. That's, that is so cool. So probably they've gone kilometers above the Earth and potentially kilometers below the Earth into the ocean as well. So that's some, that's some pretty good coverage you got there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Some of my customers sometimes ask like, what's the next goal? I mean, like you said, in the ocean, in space, where next? I'm like, Ooh. I don't know. You tell me. I've got it. I've got it. It's a great new tagline you could have, which could be moonstrap. You know, maybe we could play on, I think, has anyone done that before? 
I'm not sure, but it moons. No, no, I think it's original. You can use that. (laughs) I think we have to go for Mars. Yeah, Mars strap. I like it. There you go. Um, So we've talked a little bit about how how it all got started using the the parachute webbing from actual um, parachute harnesses. When was the time when you decided along that journey that you were going to tradition you were going to transition to making the webbing and the hardware yourself in-house um we never planned on doing so uh yeah. at first we found a company that made the webbing that was the first generation a new strap yeah. and that simply came about because a lot of customers reached out and said well erica i have the vintage now or as we called it back then the original and it's a beautiful strap, but it kind of spoiled me for life. But I need different colors. I have to wear a suit to my work, and I can't be seen wearing a green strap with a yellow line. Why don't you make black straps and blue straps? And I need different colors. So we searched the entire world for a good manufacturer for this webbing, which is not easy. Because the original webbing was made on uh, very special machines that were all decommissioned after they didn't use the webbing anymore. So we had uh, the first generation strap, which uh, I'm sure you will know because you have so many of my straps. I'm sure you have a first generation as well. And it didn't have two perfect sides, which was very annoying, but it was the best we could do at the time. And then at one point we decided, well, this has got to change. So we searched the entire world and came up with this uh, factory in Germany Uh, that make machines that normally produce artificial arteries. And we called them saying, well, we want to use one of your machines to make elastic webbing. And it was silent on the other line for a few minutes, and then it's like, you're crazy. That's not possible. And we have uh, studied the machine, so we thought, well, it should be possible. Why, Why don't we just come over? bring some material and we're going to experiment and see if it is possible or not. And they were like, okay, well, we're willing to try. No problem. If you want to invest in this machine and make elastic, they were like, these people are completely insane. So we went to Germany and we tried and we ran a, a, a sample and they were like, okay, my God, it is working. But why would you invest in such an incredibly intelligent machine? and make webbing, surely you must be able to produce this some other way, but we couldn't find it. So we just went ahead and bought this machine and now produce our own webbing. It's just, it was the only way. And now it's like an endless weave and it's two perfect sides and we can control everything now. So it's a lot better. And that's the same with the hardware. Yeah, the the new material is just so perfect, right? Uh, It's not just um, perfect on the sides, but also the material itself. It's a little bit more um, firm, but still very elastic. So it it keeps its shape much, much longer. I've had some for several years and there's no stretching or anything on them at all. So whatever magic you've done there, it it is, it's it's an amazingly different improvement. Well, if, if it's good enough for arteries, making that machine. I think it's going to be good enough for watch traps. And can we just uh, maybe, Thomas, do you want to tell the listeners roughly how many of these straps you own? Because you have a problem. I don't have a problem. I've got like 20 or 30-ish, I think. That's okay. I've got I've got that many arms, Anthony. It's, it's, it's normal. It's fine. Uh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Well, I only have one so far, but I've I've got it in 22 mil, um, so I've got some 20 mil watches, so I'll need to make sure I jump online and get another one soon. I'm just, I can't decide on the color that I want for my second one, so I'll have to figure yeah, it out. Well, yeah, that is an, another problem. I have too many options at the moment, I think. We started out with green and yellow, green and red. That's kind of nice and neat. Two options, very easy for everybody. And then we came with the new colors and it soon were like 20 different options. And I haven't counted them yet, but I think we're over a hundred now of wow. different color straps and different center lines. And then I'm not even mentioning the different types of hardware you can order or different types yeah. of stitching you can order. It's a crazy amount of options. Is there, is there one that sort of, is there one that's a, a bestseller? Uh, yes. The black Which ops. one's that? The black, black ops. ops. Okay. 
yeah my favorite i think yeah because it's it i mean black straps are just so universal and i guess mm, that's exactly uh, yeah it goes with almost any watch yeah oh, that's that's amazing what an amazing story about how you came about trying to find a machine to do that again yeah. it speaks back to your dedication and drive that someone tells you it's impossible you'll go and prove them wrong that it, anything's possible exactly which are I think it's such a great message behind the brand as well that that and we'll talk a little bit. Thomas, do you want to continue on with some uh, customization or what? What's next? Yeah, I guess just one question first. Um, you know, you you transitioned into making your own um, webbing, but then you've also made enhancements to the actual hardware as well. You've you've um, added a little slit so you can uh, lay it completely flat when it's uh, you know not on your wrist, all of those kinds of things. What, what's giving you these ideas? What, what's causing you to think of all of this? Is it customer requests or are you just thinking about it uh, in your free time? Yeah, that's a, a little bit of both. Sometimes I get uh, a lot of emails from customers suggesting uh, possibilities like, have you considered this? Or maybe you can make like a little alteration there or all sorts of feedback I receive from customers, but just looking at my Insta feed where a lot of people post pictures and, uh, or I get tagged in a lot of pictures, I just notice like all other watches are like flat if they uh, take a picture of them. And my strap is for some reason, or the watch on my strap is always kind of difficult to photograph because you cannot store the strap flat. Yeah. So this simply because a lot of people like taking pictures of their watches on my straps a little something to accommodate those people who would like to take pictures of their photo of, of their watches if i had said that to you when you started the business that in time there's going to be so many people that want to take a flat picture of their watch that you would <laughs> adjust your adjust that little to create that little slit in the in the hardware that allows you to do that i think you would have laughed at the start oh yeah oh yeah Definitely. <laughs> it's a crazy world we live in it really is yeah well the whole watch world is kind of crazy i mean about eight years ago if you would have told me there are guys out there who actually think at night tomorrow i'm gonna wear my blue suit so what watch am i gonna wear tomorrow with that blue suit ah is it only appropriate strap? no let me quickly change that strap and i mean that's brilliant i didn't even know such a world existed i i really didn't know wow it's fascinating um before i tell you which one of my favorite collaborations you've done um, you have done some interesting collaborations and work with some big brands. I love the Sapaneva one because I think that that Sapaneva on on the MN strap it just looks absolutely brilliant. So, how do some of these come about? Um, he simply ordered straps. Wow! And then I you did the moon face. He uh, yes, uh, he was my very first uh, uh, wholesale customer or uh, yeah. OEM customer. Uh, as you will hmm. he just uh, ordered a few straps and i didn't know who he was and i just thought he had a very funny name stefan i know a lot yeah. of stefan stefano uh, i mean stefan you can write in a lot of different ways but stefan so i mentioned his name out loud and my uh, husband just walked past and i stepped on because he's the watch nerd he knows them and i'm like i think so yeah and I just sent him a few straps and then I got to know him later on and he's the nicest guy in the world and that's that helps. And yes, his watches just look brilliant on my straps. They're just yeah. so useful and complicated and I think it needs a simple strap and that's what it is. Yeah, I think it suits. I think it's the strap that suits that watch the absolute best. The rubber looks nice. I think he, he does do a really nice rubber strap. But when I see every time I see one of the Sapanevas on a um, on a an MN strap from yourself, it's just it's just yeah. perfect. It is absolutely perfect. So yeah. and, the, and it, it's interesting because some watches need the the band to be able to sort of protrude out a little bit from the lugs to give it its sort of proportional look. But the way that 
the curves and everything sits on this up and ever. It's just this kind of, and maybe it goes back to that golden ratio, with the, mm-hmm. the way that the triangle sits and the strap sits almost flush and then just goes straight down. And for some reason, people think I'm crazy when I look at stuff like that, but it's it just it just works. It just works so well. So wow, that's really, really, really cool. So yeah, that was the first, and then uh, Bell and Ross, of course, uh, followed. Bell and Ross. They yeah. made uh, yes special uh, a vintage edition watch a few years ago on one of my straps, and then later on another one. And then last year it was of course the Oris uh, Calbuchier, which was a brilliant combination. Yeah, I love uh, it. I have one. Lo- yeah, love it. I love that one. Yeah, I bought it immediately. I was like, this is too good. I cannot let this one go. This is one. Is that the big. bronze with the pink dial? No, not with pink. Not it's pink. a nice dark blue dial. And okay. it's just brilliant on a, on a Trident strap. We made a special color center line, especially for Oris. It's a, an Oris uh, exclusive strap. I still get a lot mm. of emails asking, can I please have an extra Oris strap? And I said, nope, you have to go to Oris because I don't sell them myself. So if you want an Oris strap, that's the place to go. But um, yeah. It's it's wow. a lovely it's a lovely combination. It is lovely. That center line uh, is very distinctive and unique, and the fact that you have the same kind of bronze material on the hardware that is on the watch, you just get a nice, lovely, even patina, and and everything matches. So, it it's a uh, it's a great combination. As soon as I saw it, I said, that, "Yeah, this is perfect. This is this yeah. is a great idea." Yeah, me too. I, uh, I wear it a lot, actually. I love that watch. While we're talking about that center line and stitching, the one that's always fascinated me the most and would absolutely make me turn into probably a child with a with a torch, but the fact that you've got the loom stitching yeah. is just, <laughs> I mean, come on, that that is next level awesome. And I'm sure people would sit there with their black lights just going, look at my watch strap. My watch strap has loom. <laughs> Yeah, it's how, how did you do that? It's starting out as a joke. I'm telling you, we went to Switzerland, and there's this company that can actually uh, make the loom. They shoot it on the on the on the threads, and it's like brilliant. Is that even possible? So let's run an experiment. So we started making the webbing with the loom, thinking it's never going to be strong enough. It's a nice gimmick, but it's not not going anywhere. And we went to, we just received the samples, I think, one day and the next day we were boarding a plane to go to New York to the uh, Wind Up Watch Fair in mm-hmm. New York City. And we just brought the straps to show to people. It was the very first time, and thinking nothing of it, just a nice gimmick. And the guys exactly like you just described yourself with a torch. He actually had a torch in his pocket to just light his watch and enjoy the loom. He was like, oh, let me see. And he torched up the strap and he was like, oh, oh my God. And the whole evening I just kept calling him like, can you please come here with your torch again? Because I needed to explain to a lot of people. And everybody was just over the moon excited about it. And I think we have to start making these because people love them. And especially in Asia. In Asia, people love boom straps. Uh, I I think I'm going to have to get one because it it would just be hours of fun when you're bored just to sit there and just yeah. or go outside and then run back inside and close the yeah. curtains for a dark room and just gawk <laughs> at your strap. Uh, well, that's actually what we did at the beginning when we first had the rolls of material of loomed webbing is just charge them under a strong light and then jump in the toilet with everybody, all my staff in Spain, like, oh. <laughs> Now, this this is not a joke. I'm not joking when I say this, but have you considered a reverse where you actually make the strap in that loom material with a strip down the middle that's non-loom? Because could you imagine Uh, that? It's not strong enough. Okay. It's not strong enough. No, it's very fragile and it it works just about. It's a, a drama to produce it because it's so fine and it's a lot of very fine threads. Uh, twined together so mm. it's a nightmare to produce it so the other way around i wouldn't even want to suggest it because they will chase me out of the, the atelier I'm, I'm sure so someone did think about it uh, of course they did. 
That's amazing. That's amazing. All right, Thomas, over to you. Yeah. So, um, back to, you know, so, uh, Oris and, and the strap that they did that, that was an amazing combo. I think it's, you know, just a, a good, a good combination because their original Carl Brashear was on a leather strap, right. But this caliber 401, it just works perfectly because your strap works perfectly in water. I can attest to that having worn it in the ocean, you know, it dries quickly. It's comfortable. Um, so it's neat to see those kinds of, um, uh, you know, officially sanctioned OEM straps. What can you tell, talk a little bit about some of the things you've done recently? So the NASA branded straps, uh, and the, uh, the great wave over Kanagawa strap or uh, buckle. Tell us a little bit about those too. Well, it's just, uh, the same with everything else. You just sit there with staff, uh, discussing what can we do? I mean, you have to start, uh, keep innovating make changes, come up with new ideas, come up with new products. And the buckle is just a very interesting thing and a big part of the strap. So what else can you do on a buckle? And this is simply how these things come alive. And like, yeah, the hoax side is just a beautiful thing. So let's try with this laser. Does it work? And oh my God, is it pretty or is it not? Like Mm -hmm. we need to do something with this. And we have several other ideas that will come up later this year but this was a start and it was and i was even shocked how big of a success it was they sold out in no time until this day i get emails saying can you please run a, a new limited edition and as well that's kind of the idea of a limited edition you have 100 and then they're gone you're not going to make another 100 that's not going to happen this is a one thing one time thing yeah, wow. I love the look of it. I, I happened to get one, Anthony, just because I didn't have enough of her straps. So l- love that combination. <laughs> so you have one of the 100. It's a good idea to come up with new ideas because if customers have like 20 or more straps, you need to come up with something new. Otherwise, you won't have a reason to order a new strap because it will last you a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah, so Erica, um, Another thing that's happened recently uh, that's, I think, top on everyone's mind is the conflict going on between Russia and Ukraine. Um, there are a lot of people who are um, trying to find ways to help, and, but I've seen that the way that you're doing it is very admirable and very different and special. Could you tell us a little bit about it? Well, that hits so close to home because I'm currently living in Bulgaria and it feels like they're in my backyard uh, for starters. Wow. Hmm. Of course, there's a lot of land between it, but it felt like it. And then uh, it really hit close to home when a few Ukrainian ladies moved into my apartment building. So I went over there to greet them and to tell them, like, I'm sa- I'm glad that you're safe uh, in Bulgaria. And if there's anything, anything at all I can do to help, please come knock on my door because my doorbell doesn't work. And please come to my uh, apartment. <laughs> and... I immediately got invited in for a cup of tea and she was just the cutest, nicest lady that I was like, I am looking for a cause because I have this small company. I make watch straps. I'm uh, thinking of doing a special strap because by then already a lot of customers reached out like, why do you still not have a strap, especially for the Ukraine? And I try to stay clear from it because I always think it's kind of an iffy thing. Um, if I hear like uh, a fundraiser for a good cause and uh, companies go like, okay, we encourage everybody to contribute and we as a company do as well. I'm like, I don't need to know, just do it. You know what I mean? You don't have to um, talk about this, just do something. And then I don't really believe in giving money to a really big organization because i feel a lot of money gets uh spending wrong places with uh research with a lot of things that is not necessarily needed at that time and i Mm -hmm. would feel more comfortable in just handing over money to a person i know so then when the ladies moved into my building i was like haha here i have my course i can start selling straps and i can hand it over to my neighbor And the first thing she said, oh, no, 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 no. I don't need anything from you. I just would like you to come and visit me, have a cup of tea, 
talk with you, but I don't need your money. I don't need your help. My husband is still in Odessa. He is perfectly fine. My house is still intact. I'm here with my kids. And as soon as the first, first possible option is open, I'm moving back to Odessa. Please go find somebody else. I don't need your help. Like, oh, okay. Now I'm really determined to do something. So then we were lucky enough to find this organization that's here in Bulgaria helping people that need it. Ukrainian families simply knock on the door. They are uh, into the building and I've visited this place and I, well, was moved to tears. Basically, mm. they're all volunteers just working their asses off. They have managed in a few weeks time to have like a complete uh, supermarket. Um, there's a huge uh, room with all folded clothes. Like this is for a girl, three to six months. This is, what, mm -hmm. you know, it's so, so incredibly impressive. And this is the company I thought, well, okay, I'm going to donate the money to them. And we discussed this and they were like, yes, sure. Yes, please. And everybody that can help, please do, please do. So that's when we launched uh, the Ukraine strap. And I have had so many heartwarming reactions from all over the world. People from, from China ordering a strap to help the Ukrainian people. I'm like, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. I still don't have words for it uh, to describe. And we're, I think, close to 12,000 euros now uh, wow. that we collected. It's, uh, yeah, I can't wait. We're going to shoot a little video uh, on uh, July 1st at this center. I'm going to ask the guy who set everything up to pull a name from the from the hat because uh, besides all proceeds go to the Ukraine, to this uh, organization directly, I've uh, decided to also add an, uh, a DOXA. Well, a lot of you mm -hmm. know that I have kind of like a history with DOXA. So I thought it was only a good idea to ask uh, for a DOXA or ask for a doxa i'm uh, donating this one out of my own pocket just to try and get as many people involved as as possible it's yeah it's something very close to my heart uh, honestly it, it definitely comes through i mean hearing this story uh, really cements it for for me but you can even tell from the way that you you're um you're presenting this, right? You're giving a hundred percent of the profits and even mm -hmm. the time from your staff is being donated, right? So yes. it, it's, it's just a very different model. I think most people will don donate a portion, right? So they're still actually making money off of it or recouping their costs and you're donating all the proceeds. That is exactly what, what my, that? well, that is exactly my objection with these other things. I like, I would hate to sell more straps and gather like, 50,000 euros, but then I would have sold a shitload amount of straps and therefore who's really benefiting? You mm. know what I mean? That's for me, that's 100%. so important. That's so important. Well, absolutely. Congratulations for your efforts. And I know it's not, I know you don't want congratulations. You just want to do what you yeah, need I want to you do to, to help people. I want um, you to order yeah. a Ukraine strap. People listening, absolutely go on, go on to the website, purchase a Ukraine strap and, and help out. Um, that would be a fantastic way to, uh, to say thank you and to also help people that really, really need some help right now. Amazing. It's, it's very touching and yeah, just well done to you and to the, the company and the people that are involved. It's, it's awesome. Very cool. Yeah, it feels really good to be able to actually do something. That's amazing because you're having an immediate impact and you can see it locally. Exactly. That's, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Erica, let's start to talk a little bit about the future of Erica's Originals. So your site says, or at least the, I believe it said, uh, custom is my standard. Uh, and you allow a lot of customization uh, of your straps, including engraving on the buckle, flags sewn onto the straps. Can, um, why do you offer these services and what do you think you'll add in the future? Whoa. Um, why I uh, offer these is because I truly believe that custom is my standard. Everybody has uh, a special thing with their watches and would like to see them in a certain way. And well, I know your personal favorite is the Black Ops, you just told me. But if you have like, I don't know, um, a two colored watch and think, well, 
this strap might look really nice. The center line will bring out the hands. And then you can add like a third color to maybe bring out another little thing on the watch. It's just very important to make your special piece more special. And it's more interesting as well. It keeps everybody on their toes. It keeps me on my toes, uh, going through the orders every day, preparing work for Spain, saying, okay, so here's a guy ordering a Mirage with an orange center line and yellow stitching. Hmm. Shoot that. Is that on purpose? Or should that be? It could be a mistake. So I will write him an email saying, well, please don't, please forgive me <laughs> if you meant to do so. But are you sure? Because I'm sure I will get a question from my PA in Spain saying, this is ugly. This can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's what it makes it fun. It yeah, makes it I, fun. I, you can actually personalize your strap and it keeps it interesting. I, and it's I can the same with the buckles. Yeah. It's the same with the buckles. I was just going to say, you, you've um, you've actually emailed me before. Did you mean to make this combination? I, I don't think it's quite right. And I, I had actually made a mistake. So that's great. You know, I, I picked the wrong thing in the drop down or something you know, happened. So that, that's uh, hilarious. It has well. Still, a lot of people confuse centerline and stitching. So then I go like, uh, or they will uh, send me an email saying, okay, I ordered um, a Black Ops yellow centerline. Or I, I ordered the Black Ops yellow. Can you please change the stitching to red? And then I got, oh, okay. So just the stitching or also the center line? But it doesn't say in the email, of course. So I have to go back to this customer and say, okay, are you sure? Because the center line, and then I say, okay, is what holds the hardware, the little cross stitch, can be any color you like. Center lines are fixed. What did you mean to order? And a lot of customers still make them a, the assumption that centerline and stitching is the same thing. Gotcha. Well, so I interrupted you there earlier, but um, for the buckles, what what's some of the most unique um, things people have asked for on on their um, engraved on the buckles? Um, it's it's a lot of uh, Latin actually. Okay. A lot of hmm. yeah. Don't ask me to, to repeat what the letter was, but uh, they still try, uh, order brand names, which we, of course, won't do, yeah. or um, uh, birthdays of their children. I have a lot of guys who buy a watch for their uh, newborn children. Here's a hint yeah. for you again. Once <laughs> 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 he or she is 18. I will give him this watch, but I bought this watch especially because my child was born and they will put the birthday on the on the buckle. Yeah. Or a lot of ladies lately ordering straps for their husbands uh, with a special message on the buckle from them. Oh. A lot of special things. So you remove the M anchor and N and then just put yes. whatever the, whatever engraving that the, the customer wants. Exactly. Oh, very cool. That's cool. And also what happens a lot is uh, blood types, like the O positive, O negative uh, kind oh. of thing on the buckle. A lot of people, or maybe, uh, I don't know, in service or anything like, okay, well, that's, that's good to know. Yeah. That kind of, that makes, that makes sense. That's, mm -hmm. um, cause I suppose people have those, those medical bracelets that have certain exactly. things on them. That, you're going to wear that strap every day. You might as well put it on there. I didn't think about that one uh, myself. There was actually yeah. a customer uh, who came up with like, oh, can I engrave it? Yeah, sure. So I put it wow. on the website and then immediately a lot of orders came in like, oh, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool. And so are there any, is there anything that you can tell us around colors or different things? I know that you want to keep things quiet, but if you are willing to share you know, what does their future hold for additional things that you're considering, colors, types, whatever? Well, we, of course, just introduced a new white strap a mm -hmm. few weeks ago, and the Swig has returned. A lot of customers are very happy about that one. Yeah. And Can... there will be a new blue strap available soon. It's an awesome color. I really like the new blue strap. Of course, the Havana, the dark brown strap has been introduced uh, a, a short time ago, and it's available in all widths again, because that's uh, a bit tricky as well. I have too many sizes available from 18 to 26, some sizes, and forever, uh, for instance, with the white strap, it's only available in 20 and 22. 
Yeah. People will say, oh, please make it an 18 or I need a 19 or I need a 21. But it's just so incredibly expensive to make all different sizes. So yeah. for these special colors, we try to stick to the love widths that uh, are most common. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the new blue strap. And I have another strap waiting, but I'm really not sure about that one and when it will come. And yeah, I have a lot of... Uh, exciting things ahead in the, <laughs> in the future, but yeah, you're right. I'm not willing to discuss that right now. No, no, no. Then that's it's only what you can, only what you can. So yeah. that's not a problem at all. Just keep an eye uh, on my Instagram or uh, sign up for the newsletter, and you will be among the first to know. Aha! Uh -huh. There's a hot tip from Erica herself. Sign up to the newsletter, and you, everyone listening to this. Yeah, please don't expect me to send you a newsletter every month because I'm terrible at this. <laughs> no, you send it when you need to, which is great. <laughs> yeah. So um, you do keep making new offerings, but honestly, you're so successful, even with what you have, Erica. What keeps you driving ahead, making changes, you know, continually improving? Um, yeah, uh, standing still is going back, I think. Keep no, an eye on the future. Just keep rolling, and as long as it's fun, just keep rolling. It's really interesting because you know you said so. The business has been around for five years, and I mm. think it's how you said five years. So, I, I honestly, and I, I say this genuinely, I think that it's you know you you've done a lot in that five years. If you look at <laughs> what it started, that it was a green and and green with the yellow stripe. And now you've got collaborations, you've got customizations, you've got different things going on, buckles and people talking about it. Like it's, a, I really commend the effort that I'm sure that, you know, people see this stuff and a lot of people know how much hard work goes into this, but it's uh, it, it's truly amazing that in such a short period of, period of time to have made such an impact, but also to continue to evolve it and you know, some people stick to the one product for ages and then they'll change it later on. With you, it's just sort of iteration after iteration after new feature after color after customization. So, yeah, just well done because I know that that's not easy to do and I'm sure you you enjoy your spare time when you get it. <laughs> what was that? Spare time? Yeah. <laughs> no, but thanks. But it is fun. And unless, like I said earlier, unless I can do it 200% and give 200%, it's no fun for me. Just yeah. looking at a product which is not completely perfect. I mean, I'm a realist as well, and it can't be all perfect from the get-go, yeah. but it doesn't mean you cannot improve and innovate. So we're always in search of, of some things. And yeah. I get feedback from all over the world from customers, and that's not in vain. I listen. And I try to do something with it. And I think that's the only way to, well, live my life, basically, but also run my company. Yep. That's just the way it needs to be. Otherwise, it's no fun and I will quit. I've always said it's better to be good enough and on time than perfect and late. And I think <laughs> it's, it's a, you know, it kind of speaks to, to what yep. you're saying. It's just keep moving, keep moving. Nothing's ever going to be absolutely perfect. Just keep improving along the way. Exactly. Um, don't be afraid to lose, uh, make mistakes. Yeah, for sure. Um, Thomas, any more, any last questions before we begin to wrap up? Uh, just one more quick one, and then we'll we'll let it go. Sure. So, I, um, new offerings, sure. Maybe you can't share anything, but are you gonna maybe will we see you in your straps in the next James Bond movie, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> From your lips, good. The two gods ears. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I know of, but yeah, would be awesome. That uh, would be awesome. That's funny. You never know. Hey, you, you never yeah. know. It's all it takes is one person that's scouting for movies right. to pick right. one up, and next thing you know, you got an email saying we're doing a space movie. We need a moon strap. Ah, uh, <laughs> see, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, that's brilliant. All right. Well, uh, we'll begin to wrap up now. We'll do some Instagram recommendations. Um, and then we'll go to Erica about how people can find you and, and uh, order a strap, talk to you about customizations, etc. So, um, Thomas, do you want to kick us off? 
uh, with your Instagram recommendation? Yeah, sure. So I'm going to pick somebody who also is a passionate uh, collector of Erica straps. Uh, he has quite a few as well, and that is KK time zone D. So two, two of the letter K time zone, and then the letter D is in dog. Uh, I think he's based out of the Philippines potentially, but he always has the best combinations of uh, paired watches with her straps. So just love those. Beautiful. Yeah, that's um, wow. Some nice watches there. Great photos too. Obviously takes, takes some really good shots, which is cool. Um, He's got a swick too, Erica. Ah. Well, I, I have kind of uh, left my phone in the living room, so I, I won't be checking it right now, but I made a note, so I'm going to look him up later. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's, um, that's it for me. Just so that people don't hear me typing, but too bad. Sorry if you can hear me typing. Um, maybe I'll go next if that's okay. And and this uh, this person, someone I've been following for quite a while, it's a bit of a tongue twister, but it's D-O-E-D-T-I-D. I don't know how to oh, say yeah. it, but D-O-E-D-T-I-D. Uh, Dode Tid, maybe. Sorry if I butchered mm-hmm. that. Um, <laughs> very uh, beautiful. He, this guy loves Habring, and I'm a, I'm a bit of a Habring fan as well, but he's got that Moomin, uh, um, I think it's called, the Suf, uh, S-U-F. Uh, one of Sapaneva's watches with that that comes with the uh, MN strap as well, so I thought that would be a nice way to tie it in. But he's got a beautiful collection um, of watches and takes some beautiful pictures. He's always in the snow, getting around. So um, yeah, give him a follow. D O E D T I D. Um, that'll be good. And Erica, do you have one off the top of your head? Because I know you don't have your phone, which is not really fair. But I is there? Yeah, but uh, I would like to make an, uh, a quick uh, comment about the whole Insta uh, thing. Sure. Because I'm... Oh. <laughs> There's your phone. It just appeared. <laughs> so, no. It just appeared. No more excuses. Uh, I'm actually working on uh, a little Instagram book. Oh. It's going to be called Instalicious. Hmm. Is it, so, is it, is it up yet? Sorry? Is it is there a is there a page for it yet that people can follow, or is it no, just going to come sometime yet. in the future? Because a lot of customers make such beautiful pictures, and in a way, it's kind of a waste that they're on Insta. You see them, you scroll through them, yes, like, yes, like, yes, like, and you never do anything with them anymore. So I went through, uh, I think, a little over twenty thousand pictures of where my name was put on and tagged and whatever and i selected i think about 60 or 70 wrote these guys an email saying can i please use this picture because i'm going to make a little book and it's going to be like a sort of a giveaway with a few straps you're going to give one of those uh get one of those books with just a tag uh of this special customer who made this incredibly beautiful shop for whatever reason it's not necessarily a professional shot or uh, the best one, but it's just an interesting one. Yeah. So I'm working on uh, a book uh, like this at the moment, which that's is awesome. very exciting. Other thing. Yeah, that's cool. We won't hold you to it, but is there a is this a 2023 thing, or we think sometime oh, later this year? I think it'll be, um, maybe two months. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, wow. Cool. Very cool. Um, and then there's one guy uh, who is in light of the whole Ukraine strap, um, really pushing me uh, and pushing pictures I or, or comments I make about the whole Ukraine strap, and that's called Tamas, T-A-M-A-S, if you want to give him a follow on Insta. Yeah, absolutely, I do. Let's have a quick look. Ah, yeah, so only 70 watch is the other. Yeah, beautiful. I, I saw him before. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. So Tamas at only the word only and then seven zero watch. Um, brilliant. That's oh he's got twenty four times Erica's originals. Oh Thomas, yeah. I, think, well, I'm I think sure you might that have more. Is at the right place, and I just have a, a soft spot for uh, for people like that. Ah, that's beautiful. Brilliant. 
Um, all right, so I'm sure that people after listening to this, they've probably, if they didn't know about the straps, um, they would have gone to it already. But um, what's the website? What's the Instagram? And, and how can people get in touch with, with you to make a custom? Well, that's strap? very complicated, so pay close attention. My website is ericasoriginals.com. Yep. My Instagram is ericasoriginals. Very <laughs> and good. And my email is erica at ericasoriginals.com. <laughs> so. It's very original. Um, no, that's good. We'll, we'll, put, we'll put some links into the show notes so people can just click on it and go straight to, to your website. Um, Thomas, anything more from you? No, nothing for me. I guess one quick question for Erica as we close. Anything we didn't ask you about that you think we should yeah. let people know about? I don't think so. I think we covered pretty much everything. I was just really glad that just the book, the Insta book just popped in my, in my head. Like, Oh yeah, I must mention that one. But no, I think we covered pretty much everything. And if there's something else that pops to mind, you know how to find me now. Yeah, So exactly. Um, can't thank you enough, Erica, giving your time to talk to us. It's, it's really a great pleasure and honor to speak to people like yourself in the industry doing fantastic things. Um, I know Thomas is a, an absolute huge fan and I've got one on the wrist, so you know that, that I'm a customer as well. Um, but honestly, thank you so much. It, it means the world to us when people give their time to come and talk about what they're passionate about. And clearly you are extremely passionate about this and I think it's fantastic what you've done in such a short period of time. You should be uh, commended for it. So well done and thank you. Well, thank you. All right, we'll, we'll leave it there. Thank you, Thomas, for helping me co-host and, and coming up with these wonderful questions as well. Thomas put a lot of effort into that, so I really do appreciate it. Um, I'll link some uh, show notes for people to click so they can find Erica, but thank you again. Have a great weekend to all, and uh, good luck selling the Ukraine straps to make those donations. People, if you're listening, please go buy one. It's a great cause, and it will... It will go a long way to support people that really need the help. So thank you guys. For everyone else, stay on time. Thank you. Bye. Fifth Wrist is by the community for the community. We would love you to join the crew via our group chat on Slack. Email us at contact at fifthwrist.com and join the movement.